Hi guys! Welcome to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Okay, guys, let's let's get into um, what happened with Sony this week. So, Sony acquired Bungie, the guys who, you know, who was behind the creation of Halo. And now they are all about Destiny. So they bought them for a little bit under four million, four billion, not million, four billion dollars. And people was like surprised, which is, you know, that makes sense. Except for, um, how do I say this? I thought that this was reactionary. I didn't think that this acquisition was thought out, I thought it was reactionary. Because the game, Destiny, which Bungie has put all ten toes in, is still going to be on every other platform. PS4, or the PlayStation that, um, PlayStation platform, clearly, um, the PC, and Xbox. And then I got to thinking, why would y'all take this? Why would y'all take this acquisition on? So they're having the, um, their investors meeting and stuff like that. And they let them know. Uh, in the next 10 years, well, in the next six years, not even 10, but the next six years, they're going to roll out 10 games for service um games think World of Warcraft think things with subscription that's how they're gonna get their money back I can't for the life of me cause you know they may put um See, Destiny is not... Maybe it is huge. And maybe it's because I'm not in it. I don't see it. And you guys remember. I tried it. And I felt a little bit too late in the game to pick it up again. I'm just sitting over here thinking... What was the importance to it? I mean, Destiny is not going to be an exclusive platform for the PS5 moving forward. And if I bought something like them, 
You have to come to my platform. But I don't know. But these games for services, right? Think water, like I said, think water warcraft. Um We're already paying $60.30 for me because I waited to the end of the year. Um, or Black, no, not even Black Friday. Two weeks after Black Friday, that's when they usually go half price. Um, so you pin to play online. And then they're going to add subscriptions models to these new games. And my question is, is like, what are you trying to compete with Game Pass? I don't think it's going to work. Because would you have a subscription based game? The I think they're looking at Final Fantasy Online and how that was a big uptick for that one, but that has already went back down. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know. And these are 10 games that they're they're going to create and I don't think Sony can do this. I really don't see them doing this. It takes a long time to put out these games that subscription based that you have to have a lot of content on the front end to hold people over, let alone you have to have a a leveling system which is fair fair it has to keep you engaged and it's just it's just confusing to me and that's why when this announcement was made I thought to myself this is reactionary Because of that dip when they lost $20 billion after that acquisition from Microsoft, who um, took Activision on. I don't know. I don't know. And it's this... You know what? If I can praise Microsoft, then I can praise Sony. It's only fair. Maybe the Bungie team is big enough to where the, the vets can have like a smaller team that's going to be managing Destiny and then they'll come out with a brand new IP. It's quite possible. And then we got the quarterly reports of the sales for the Nintendo Switch, which is now at 103 million systems sold. It's beat 
the Nintendo Wii in terms of sales. I thought it was going to be more than 120, but it is what it is. No, I didn't think 120, but I thought 105. Why did I guess 20 right in there? I don't know. Um, congratulations to Nintendo. And the investors meeting there, they were talking about what are you going to do for next gen? And they're still in, you know, R&D, research and development of the next Nintendo gaming system. But right now, they're focusing on the Nintendo Switch. Here's the thing, guys. I want to... First of all, I want to apologize. Because we did, you know, talk about the next-gen consoles and hopes that they would announce something soon. And it looks like the way that these systems are selling... Despite production problems, that they're still going to move forward with the the game development of the Nintendo Switch. Because, and this is to my surprise, the Nintendo OLED system really did numbers over the holidays. I was really surprised by that. These productions of these new, new new gen consoles or these consoles in general. Sony had announced they had sold over 17 million beating out the Nintendo Wii U. But I was like, you know what? That's Nintendo's fault. And yes, everyone is going to beat the Wii U numbers. My God. My question to you is, is why is the uh, PS5, and I'm switching subjects, which I know I shouldn't be doing, but I'm doing it, just up, just follow me. The PS5 is, I'm sorry guys, I had to take a little bit of a break right there. Um, what was we talking about? Um. Uh, 17 million. 17 million PS5s out. And as production really slows down to almost a halt, guys, for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series, I don't think that it's going to reach those numbers. Those high numbers, like how the PS2, which is still the king. Um, people want the game. Anybody wants the system, but it's just incredibly hard to, to get due to the production, due to these um, these scalpers. They all oh, they got it down to a science on how to acquire all of those systems. But right now, Nintendo was sitting at 103 systems sold. 
And now they want to talk about like, you know, they don't know whether or not if they want to go on to the next generation. Y'all better get to that hundred and then start talking about your next generation and then try to pull it out. I mean, um, to release it ASAP. Sony had did two things this week. They had a little state of play regarding Gran Turismo. Again, guys, I now you know me. I like Forza. Yeah. Gran Turismo, I I will play it on um, the PS5, but someone else will buy it. I would not purchase it because Like I said, I don't think I've ever played one of those games. I don't think I ever, I don't believe I've ever played one of those games. But I can jump in to it. And then they had another, and this is from Bethesda. How scary is this? So Bethesda had a presentation for Tokyo Ghostwire Tokyo. And they showed off a bit of the girls, um, the gameplay. I know that everyone is, okay, this is me being honest. This is my first impression, so I'm going to give it to you. I don't see the hoopla about it. I thought that it's a game that is, I don't even think it's beautiful. I think that it's unique. But it's like it's a niche game and they're trying to tout it as a premier game. Like this is a big game and I don't think it's gonna be big. I don't even think this game is gonna sell well, if I'm being honest with you guys. I don't believe it's gonna sell well. But it would be um it's coming out March 25th. And, um, the, um, the Nintendo PlayStation has the exclusive, limited exclusive for up to a year, meaning that it's going to come to, um, GameStop. That's, that's the reason why I'm looking at this game and I'm asking people why they're going to purchase that. If you are an Xbox user already and you have Game Pass, wait. Just wait. I know I am. If I want to play it, I know it's going to come to the Xbox and it's going to come day one on Game Pass. But people seem to have, people seem to like it. Okay. If y'all like it, I love it. Dying Light 2. Uh... Come to, come to surprise that that game there it with it reviewed okay okay kind of good but um that just goes to show you about these reviews and stuff like that because um dying light to PC player count nearly four times the count of the first game of all time 
So people went out and bought this game. Am I gonna pick it up? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up. But um, you know what? I will, but I'll pick it up when it's on sale. I'm not gonna pick it up day one. I'm still swamped with um Pokemon Arc RCS. Which keep in mind, okay, let me talk a little bit about this. I'm sorry. Um I feel like I just gave you guys whiplash right there. Um Let's go back. Yeah, so it's out. And um, the Switch version has been delayed. It's all two can start. I have not gotten to the Switch. I remember when it was first announced, not the the second game, but the first one, I was like, that's very interesting. So, what I'm going to do is, if I can get the game at a decent price, the first one, I'll play the first one, and then I'll pick up the second one. And by that time, hey, it might be on sale. Now, going back to what I was talking about before... Pokemon RCS. I am enjoying the game. That being said, like right now, I'm at the the place where it's electric, electric Pokemon, but I want Lucario. So all I'm doing is this, and I'm actually glad after like doing a little bit of research that. The game really does open up after you finish the main campaign, which I want to do. The game is interesting, but it's fresh. The gameplay is fresh. Now, keep in mind, the graphics are sub subpar, but it's his first outing out. I am enjoying the Pokemon. I do like it when it be a riff. Now, that's here's the thing, guys. Those riffs, if you see them, run to them. Because that's what all of the Pokemons are. And when I tell you, when you are able to throw a ball and get those Pokemons like that, that's where you go and fill up your whole, um, your whole Pokedex. Go to those riffs. And actually like getting those alpha Pokemon. They're fun. Because I got so many. I got so many because I was using... um, Because I was using... Those riffs as a way to get into... Because accidentally... I was inside the one, didn't know what was going on, and all of a sudden all those Pokemon started showing up, kind of scared me. But, um, it's challenging. Yes, it's very challenging. And it's fulfilling when you do get those, uh, those rare Pokemon. Now, Grand Theft Auto 
email and they said that they are working hard on um they are working hard sorry um grandfather came out and said that they are working on the next in series next chapter in series which is going to be six guys Grand Theft Auto 5 was out 360 days. Hello? I thought that they would have been, they were a whole generation. Two generations of gamings to make this goddamn um, Grand Theft Auto 5 sell the way that it did. Now, I'm so excited that they had just came out and said that, um, the, the PS5 and the PS4, I mean, the PS5 update or the Xbox Series update is coming out next month. This is exciting. This is why I stopped playing because I knew when I got the next generation, I was like, I'm not going to play until this update. And then that's when I will enjoy it. March 15th, uh, GTA 5 will boost 4K HDR race tracing, improved textures, and distance up to 60 frames per second. The PS5 will uh, feature 3D audio and dual sense haptic. Oh my god. Uh, the the PS5 and Xbox Series versions of GTA Online will launch this as a standalone game. Remember that's that service? I bet you they're going to try to convert that into a service. I bet you. The PS5 version will be free to players to the... See what I mean? What I tell you? Um, the PS5 version will be free to players for the first three months. GTA Online and... Improvements include the ability to skip the GTA 5 story mode prologue, a revamped tutorial, and a new house special auto works or auto shop. Uh, first time players get a head start by funneling into the career builder, which gives them instant access to one of four businesses. If you are currently playing either the PS4, the Xbox One, you can transfer your story progress in a one-time migration launch. Wow. Well, at least we have a date. March 15th. And I got that for the PS5, and I got that for um for my um series. It should have brought it to the Switch. Oh well. But see, here's the thing. It's fun. It's cute, and I'll update it. But I'm gonna be playing Elden Ring. 
that's why I'm doing everything in my power to not uh, to get because I want to get uh, Pokemon out the way and then I'll pick up Elden Ring. Talking about Pokemon, keep going back to Pokemon for some strange reason. 6.5 million copies in just seven days. Seven. I don't know what it is. People keep on asking them to like, you know, the Pokemon is for everyone. Everyone. And they think like they got a formula and it just works. It just works. And this is like something because I was um the creators, the, the original creators of Final Fantasy VII, they were talking about like, you know, the second chapter and stuff like that. Because you know they're celebrating their 25th anniversary, right? And then they said something about Soldier. The second story is supposed to be coming out there. They're working very hard on it. And um, I'm excited to see what they do. I did pick it up and played it. Because I thought it was like... I knew it was episodic. I just thought it was like a complete, you know, play-by-play of the original game. It's not. It's uniquely retold. So, I'm enjoying it. I have not been playing it since Pokemon came out. Can you blame me? I'm not going to quit playing Pokemon until I get Lucario. And then that's when that game is going to open up for me. I am constantly talking about Lucario. I mean, uh, Pokemon. I don't know. But yeah, um, they talked a little bit about that. And I think the last bit of news is um, the show 22 is coming to the Xbox and the Nintendo Switch for the second time in a row. I guess those numbers came in and they liked them. Well, I guess that is... That's it. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Okay, guys, I want to talk about a couple of things that's been heavy on my mind. I have a burning desire 
so let's talk about this Whoopi Goldberg um this whole fiasco and stuff like that just a little snippet of what she said being black when we talk about race it's a very different thing to me mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. so I said that I I felt that the Holocaust wasn't about race but I thought it was a a salient discussion because as a black person I think of race as being something that I can see so I see you and I know what race you are and the discussion was about how I felt about that I felt that that it was really more about man's inhumanity to man and how horrible people can be to people and we're seeing it manifest itself these days I respect everything everyone is saying to me and I I, you know I don't want to fake apologize so that's I know it was a bit choppy there I was trying to be you know very careful there but you got the gist so she was talking about race now I know it's quite naive on what she may have been saying, but I get what she was saying. And like she and she tried to clarify, and I think she should have clarified what she meant when she said race. Because I thought it was what happened to the Jewish community was horrible. It was horrible. What Whippy was doing, and I don't know. What her train of thought was, I think that she was, you know, comparing the atrocities that was happening to African, to to black people. I hate using that word. In America. As opposed to what was going to, you know, how they viewed them in Germany, the Jews. How they viewed them was somewhat similar but different because they drew God I was gonna give y'all a history lesson um but I got what she was saying she was using color because that's what she used when when it comes to race that is what she's been raised to focus on and that's why she said she didn't think that it was about race. She thought it was about um, the erasure. She knew it was the erasure of Jewish people and their culture. And yes, race was the, the not the background background, but it was it played a part. But they they wasn't looking at them based on their skin color. They were looking at them as a a race of people, as a culture, as a entity. They reduced them to to the smallest thing. They 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 reduced their culture their way of life to something that was villainized. And when she looked at it as black people, black people got reduced just because of the skin alone. And that's what she was trying to 
you know, try to convey to the panel. Well, here she comes and she got suspended from ABC. I ran to Twitter. First of all, y'all got this Joe Rogan motherfucker who is literally spreading misinformation that can kill people. Have killed people. I can't have. And y'all don't do shit to him. Y'all try to, y'all put a, dis, a disclaimer on selected videos. And his apology? Child, that was no apology. That was not an apology. That was, I am sorry you're upset. But you're just going to have to deal with it. But y'all keep this guy going. Paying him all kinds of money. And y'all... And they are two different entities and two different companies. I get it. But it's the duality of it all. It's the duality of it all. And I was livid. Because I got what Whoopi was saying. Yes, it was poorly said. But I got it because I know critical. I had, I was critically thinking what she was talking about. Like, I use that skill. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't. And furthermore, the shit that Megan McCain said on The View, that did not child fuck off. So I didn't understand it. And if I was whoopy, I'd been leave. I'd have been left. I said, okay, y'all can check y'all little change and go. I'm out. Honey, I don't need this. Because y'all reprimanded the black woman who is the moderator of the show. But y'all let motherfucking Megan McCain run her mouth and say all that bullshit. Let alone Abby. Or any pretty much right wing talking head that came over there on that damn TV show. And then here come Candace that bitch. Candace Owens? Someone need to kick her right in her motherfucking coochie. And I know this sounds like violent, but no. She harped on it. Like she was so happy. Oh my God, thank God they got rid of her. Or they suspended her. I was like, why in the world are you keeping for these people that will throw you under the bus if you step outside your um if you step outside of your boundaries? Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? See, if you step outside your boundaries. That's when they will, that's when they will, um, they'll, they'll, they'll step over you. 
and put you right back in line. Now, I can't understand why the, the, the Jewish community is even talking to Webby. I can't understand that. Why y'all coming for her? I hope she wakes up. Stop caping for these people. I don't want to talk about, um, I really don't want to talk about that damn, um, Adams. That dude that's in that New York and stuff like that. You know what? This is all a game. It's all a game. I mean, like, Biden ran on trying to reform fucking, um, the police because they were literally killing and attacking black communities. And then he goes to New York and trying to set up something where they can go back to Frisk, searching Frisk, or whatever the fuck that is called again, with um the New York mayor, who is a cop, and his cop agenda, and something. I was like, yeah, I can't figure this shit out. I can't figure it out. It's like the Democrats are sheep and wolves. I mean, y'all, y'all are wolves and sheep um, clothing. That's what y'all are. Don't make no goddamn sense. Um. So they're going to try to push that agenda forward and see what they're doing. Texas, down there, out of motherfucking goddamn light and, and, and energy and stuff like that because they did not build their infrastructure up to handle the cold weather. Why is it getting so cold up in Texas to the point that um that the, the power is being shut off? Child... And then another shit that was going on in New York. Um, Jeff Bezos. Oh, the money that's coming out that man. That man literally told New York people to go around there so he could dismantle an old fucking bridge just so he could get his ball through. And people are like, well, it's going to create jobs. Only going to create jobs for so long. Child, listen to me. A super yacht. Why are you... It's the ego for me. It's the ego for me. I would have told him no and kissed my motherfucking ass. And keep in mind, you know that, um... That they going to raise up those, um... The annual cost of um, Amazon Prime is going to go up by 20 fucking dollars. 20. So y'all paying for all that shit. Well, I am because I am using Amazon Prime. God damn it. 
Um, <laughs> these people here, I don't know what is going on in this goddamn world. Rihanna is pregnant. With that child, you know what? I'm not gonna yuck on y'all because when I heard about that damn news, I said to myself, I said, girl, you got far too much motherfucking money. I don't get it. I see here's the thing. And she's she could be in love. I know he's in love with her because she's clearly better than him. Even on, even on his, um, you know, how do I say, even from his fan base, they like Rihanna more. So, it's a come up for him, but there is something about ASAP Rocky that is like, right now, Rihanna, this is cute, and I'm happy for you, I'm gonna go up for you, but as soon as she had that baby, I bet you that motherfucker switched tones. I bet you he's... I don't give them... I don't give them... He probably leave. Too much responsibility. That's what I get from Inside Rocky. But... She's in love. So I'm going to support her. And say... You know... It is what it is. But I did say my two cents. Like everyone else is. And then here comes this Nicki Minaj song. Not only her song. Um, and this video. Now a lot of people was jumping off like, oh my god, she's back and stuff like that. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Sweetheart, retire. Go back. This ain't cute. I did not like the songs in that video. Jesus Christ, I don't know. You can tell. Sweetheart, this is what I this is what I peeped from this. Nicki Minaj came out with a song and a video because Nicki Minaj needs money and she needs relevance. That man that she's with it's causing her a lot of money and so she needs to do what she wants to do she's not she, she came out talking about that her and city girls are good like they good they cool but she ain't gonna make no songs with no girls that's you know that she knows and doesn't like her I was like Nikki, you are all over the place and you are doing this because you need money. That song sucks. And that video only got halfway through it. I said, uh, girl, what? What? You must be the queen. Y'all saw how, y'all saw what happened with, um, Lil' Kim? And those horrible productions of a video? Y'all saw all that? Sweetheart, that video was horrible. The acting in that video, I can see why they're not giving her, they're not running the roles towards her. She was horrible.
But y'all go keep on giving that woman some money. Keep on playing her music if you want to. And then here comes um Adele. She's talking about like you know. I'm taking a photo of her in the, uh, in Las Vegas because you know she's supposed to have that is he right? Sniggling and giggling and stuff like that, child. Listen. <laughs> got him. That's all you can say is like she got y'all wrapped around her motherfucking fingers and stuff like that. Y'all know that she wasn't supposed to do, um... She wasn't, she was like, oh my God. I do believe that production of the show would have been lackluster. But to her fans, when they saw that photo, I'd have been living too. Bitch, I paid all this goddamn money. And then your ass is sniggling and giggling and lifting it up in Las Vegas and stuff like that. And you know she's going to back over to England because she's going to go um perform her so over there and at that because she tweeted this house she was like I'm going back over to England and she's going to perform at a concert and then she's going to go meet with our friend Alan Carr but you know what y'all like to put money down for these goddamn people mm-hmm and you know, when she got on crying and stuff like that, everyone was just like, they heartstrings. I think Adele ran a scam on all of y'all. And y'all gonna eat it up. Because that is Adele. And yes, yeah, she's coming into her own. I mean, this is the same shit that Whitney Houston or, um, you know, Mariah Carey would have done. A diva. Oh my god. Is Adele learning how to be a diva? If so, I can forgive everything I just said. <laughs> because when you, that girl, when you are that girl, you can do things like this. She better learn how to shave. I'm so silly. I'm so silly. Um... Nick Cannon is having another kid. And then he he went on his show saying that he's gonna have another baby and even though he talked about the you know the death of his last one and whatnot. And um his baby mama, the one who's her lost her kid and stuff like that, kinda came out and said, Stop uh, bringing my uh, my son's name up. Will you be, you know, celebrating the birth of these other bitches' goddamn babies? She has a point. If you ask me. She has a point. I think what Nick Cannon is doing is very dangerous. I don't think that he is being a good father to Nam, one of his kids. Not none. Nam. Nam, one of his children. Because there is no way in hell he's being a good father to all of those kids. Because they don't live in the same vicinity, let alone they don't live in most same states. And you know, I truly believe that 
he gets a weekend with Mariah Kids. Outside of that, she's holding down the fort. And once those kids come of age, they'll decide whether or not if they want to continue their relationship with their father. And I know if Mariah was looking at all this, if I was Mariah, I'd be pissed. I was like, dude, you are fucking around having all these kids after me. You ain't nothing but community. You ain't nothing but a CD. And for these women that are being knocked up by them, see, this is what I'm talking about. Y'all want to talk about all this empowerment stuff like that, but you got you are nothing but a slut in a whore. I am not sleeping, let alone getting knocked up by a man I know who is not in his children's lives. What you, you think you're special, sweetheart? He's gonna screw you and go on to the next one. So cause he popped you up. See, I think that that man does that because you know when you're having you know a baby it's like you know you got a a period where you just cannot have sex and it'd be at that moment he's like okay I gotta go and do it with someone else so he could possibly have a, a sex addiction and don't even know it And so, I want to talk a little bit about, I know, guys, I told you. See, I looked at the Jenna Jackson documentary. I give it like a, a 7 out of 10. I thought it was decent. I thought that she held back on a lot of shit. I thought that she held back on a lot of stuff. And, um... After reading it, and I think the reason why I'm really pissed off at it is Lifetime put all those goddamn commercials on that damn, that damn special. Um, she's trying to crawl her way back into the industry from that end, not from our fans. We love her. We will always go up for Janet. But um, I think she's trying to mend a lot of broken relationships with executives that are in within that um, industry. I think that's what this video, that, that whole documentary was. Her, her talking about let's not continue to talk about what happened between her and Justin. Fuck that. Fuck Justin. Forever. She had a lot of people that came on and said, like, you know, gave her their congratulations and how much they meant to her and whatnot. I didn't know that um, what was going on with her and her brother as far as, you know, like I said, there was a lot of shady shit that was going on behind the scenes when it came to her and her brother like trying to make them to compete with each other for what? Her saying what was going on with Scream 
the um, video, how they kept them separated, and they wasn't only together until they got um, their dancing. But um, I thought that she she was talking about her and her possibility of not her and her possibility. This Regina King talking about her and Tupac was really close, and Renee didn't like that. Um, Joe, she mentioned him. This is her father. And how he managed her career and why she broke away, which was like everybody knew. I mean, it was all written in in her first album. Well, her first, uh, her first, first album. Her first album was just Janet Jackson and then it was, um, Something street. But, um, yeah, control. But I wanted to hear the nitty gritty. I truly believe that, because she was like, what was going on between her and Renee, who was controlling, was probably gave her the reason why, um, she left him. I know that he slept with. I've heard that he slept with Tina Landon, the woman who was actually one of Janet's choreographer for the whole Janet tour. But if that man had his hands in everything for those those um that album. And I'm not mad at her because that was her best in her early days. Because to this day, I've always thought that Janet's best album was The Velvet Rope. And that was about her divorce from Renee. Uh, Jane, uh, Jermaine Dupree cheated on her. That is an ugly man to even remotely cheat on anyone. It doesn't make any damn sense how he had the gall to do something like that to her. It was decent. I thought that there was a lot that was not discussed. But then, I don't know why she went to Lifetime. I think that she should have went to one of the major ones. An HBO, a Showtime. And it shouldn't have been just four hours. I think that she should have had a, a good goddamn four days. And get to the nitty gritty, but I don't know what she's going to do next. They're making a new um movie about the musical The Color Purple. Um Haley Bailey is going to be there. She's gonna be on it. Fantasia is going to be on. Um, the list just came out. Uh, Coleman, Domingo, uh, Danielle Brooks, Corey Hawkins, her, and Taraji B. Taraji P. Henson. And they will be bringing the musical, which is, you know, funded by Oprah. 
I'll wait till it's on demand. And I love, I love me Sophia. I love me some Sophia, Sophia. Sophia, Sophia, Sophia. And Seely, Miss Seely. I some merit now. Um. I'm excited. I want to see what it does. But I'm not going to go to the theaters to see it. I'll wait till it's ready to come on on demand. Well, guys, that looks like that's just about it. And those were your top stories in pop culture. It looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. For all of your Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards and accessories, please visit jdmintcollectibles.com for great prices as well as Great customer service. Again, that is JD's mintcollectibles.com. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapdrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapdrillspodcast01. 